Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am so glad that you are with me this week. We have a new guest this week and you are gonna be so encouraged and so equipped for a topic that all of us deal with at one point or another. Actually, it's a topic that we all deal with on a day-to-day basis. But if we're looking at getting our kids into college and just looking at how to train our kids up to have financial freedom and to honor the Lord with their finances, this is the week for you. Whether you've got a two-year-old or a 17-year-old like I do, this is an episode that is going to be an encouragement to you in every way. So we are going to talk to Christina Ellis today. She is a Ramsey personality. And so Ramsey, yes, from Dave Ramsey, if you're wondering if that's the right Ramsey, she is from Dave Ramsey. And we're going to talk with her about these things. But before we get into our conversation, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward His creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. Well, Christina, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad to have you with me this week, and it's been fun chatting with you before we actually hit the record button, and I just getting to know you a little bit and your heart for um, just using our money in a way that honors the Lord. So introduce yourself really quickly. Tell us who you are. Well, thank you for having me. It's an honor, and I'm excited to chat. I'm Christina Ellis. I'm a Ramsey personality, like you said, which basically I talk to people about money. I help people figure out how to win with money, how to avoid debt, to save, to build wealth. And my passion point is kids. I was fortunate my mom talked to me about money early on. We grew up in a low-income household, and my mom had a conversation freshman year with me where she basically was like, Christina, I love you and I believe in you, but I just can't afford to pay for your college education, so you need to start thinking about this early on. And it was a lot to process. I wasn't super excited about it at first, but I knew that she was being real with me. My family had a lot of struggles growing up. My dad passed away from cancer when I was seven years old. And my mom was a single mom, an immigrant after that. She was an immigrant and a single mom after that. So she had to figure out how to support us on her own. So it was hard to choke down, but she was trying to help. It motivated me. It got me out there. I got fired up to figure out how to win scholarships, ended up winning over a half a million dollars in scholarships and was able to get my bachelor's bachelor's degree and master's degree completely debt-free. Wow. And so that put me out on a mission. Now I'm so excited to help other students figure out how to do it, to help parents figure out how they can get their students through college debt-free and then also just set them on a path to financial freedom. Yeah. Yep. Love that. And being on that path to financial freedom is such an important thing that it's hard for a lot of us as parents to teach our kids if we have not been on that path and we don't know exactly how to navigate that with our children. Mm-hmm. I know that that's something my husband and I are always trying to balance and trying to do ourselves and set that example for them. Uh, but it's hard when you've not been raised to do that and really being trained. And we actually went through um, the Dave Ramsey program many years ago and um, we're so grateful for that. And so it's hard though. It's hard to teach our kids because the way of the world is so different. I mean, the world just spends money very differently than what our biblical standard is for spending money. And and I shouldn't say spending money, but controlling our money. And mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about that. Um, you know, I was telling you before, and I don't know, I don't know if I've actually said this out loud on the podcast. My oldest daughter, like me, everyone who listens to the podcast, they know that I'm not a math person. I don't love math. Um, 
my oldest daughter is the same. She does not love math. My youngest daughter, she she really takes to it and she likes it so much better. But my oldest got to algebra and she was like, mom, I'm never going to use this ever <laughs> in my life. And I was like, you're not wrong, sweetheart. I mean, what do I say to her? You know, no, no, no. I'm 48 years old and I use algebra every day. I just don't. And for some people it's great and they need math. And if they're career depends on that, that's fantastic. But every single one of us, even though we may not use algebra in our adult life, we all have to know how to manage money properly so that we don't end up in this world of hurt and destruction because it really can cause so much destruction. So maybe take us through kind of, let's let's start sort of at the beginning. Um, our, our audience, you asked what our audience range was. And I said, it's, it's everywhere. It's all over the map. We have those who... Kids haven't even started homeschooling yet, like yours. And then we've got those who are graduating their kids. And so we're all over the map. Um, But let's start kind of maybe with some of the early years and how we can start training up our young kids to manage their money well and understand this term financial literacy. What does that even mean for, for us as families? Yeah, well, first I wanna say, you don't have to be a math whiz to be good at money. I think that that is such an important thing to highlight because you're right. A lot of parents feel like, hey, I wasn't good at math. I'm not good at math. I don't like math. And I didn't learn about money. But that does not mean that you can't be good with money and that you can't teach your kids to be good with money. I love Dave often says that we teach God and grandma's ways of dealing with money. (laughs) And it's not super flashy. It's not going to be the craziest TikTok hack where we teach this complicated system. It's like we teach seven baby steps that are super simple and easy to follow because it's we want people to know that like even if you're not great with money or you have you know a family a generational legacy of poverty of not being good with money you right now today can decide to be good with money to win with money and it's not difficult you don't have to be a math whiz to do it so with kids it's exciting especially the young ones they they're always paying attention right like yeah they're always curious. I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old, and already we're starting these conversations about money. We're letting my four-year-old know that things cost things as we go into stores, and he wants the toy, and he wants the different thing. Being open about, hey, this is how money works. And obviously, it's a very basic conversation at four years old, but just starting to have those conversations instead of being like, ah, don't worry about it. You know, start to have those really simple conversations with them and let them know, you know, just the brief level of how money works. And then once they get a little bit older into elementary school, you can really start to show them, you know, how how you work for money. Let them know that it's something that you can you can earn. And we often say, don't do an allowance, do a commission where they have to actually earn their money. And you can also teach them the principles of generosity and that giving is important, that savings is important. Um, but the biggest thing is just making sure you're starting those conversations and starting to have some structure around them because they're curious. And yeah. so many people feel intimidated to talk about it, but they want to know, especially at that age. Yeah, yeah. Talk about no allowance versus commission. Let's park there for a minute. Yeah, so allowance, it's it can breed that idea that you're just given money, right? That it's just something that's handed to you. But commission is something where you're earning it. Like you are, there's obviously the chores that you do in the house that are just part of being in this house. Right. And then there's also opportunities to make money. We want them to value work and to understand that that's how the world works. That when you, when you go into the real world, you have to work and earn money. So it's teaching those principles early on that it's not just something that, you know, you're, you're given every week just because you exist. It's like, no, you yeah. actually have to work for your money. Right, right. You don't have a right to it. It's something mm-hmm. that you earn. So so then let's go back to maybe those 
those littler years with kids, um, let's talk like elementary years. How, how in a practical way can we help our kids to earn commissions? Because like you said, and I appreciate, you know, doing dishes is just part of being part of the family, right? And right. doing your laundry, cleaning your room, making your bed, those things, that's just part of being a family. So you're talking maybe beyond something beyond that. Yeah, something beyond that. So have a little list created where they have opportunities to pick up chores um, that are over and above their normal where they can earn some money. So maybe it's washing the windows. That'll get you 50 cents. If you sweep, that's an extra dollar. Or maybe if you vacuum, it's 75 cents. But make it clear so that they have the opportunity to choose to work where it's like, oh, okay. It's not just whenever mom and dad like you know, deem an opportunity, but they actually know these are opportunities I have to raise my hand and say, hey, I want to be part of earning money. I want to build my savings. I want to, I want to have the opportunity to work, but yeah. make that clear and kind of talk them through that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC Math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Christina Ellis. Um, you talked before the break about seven baby steps. And so I want to kind of go through those and let's let's make a list. I love lists. I love checklists. I know this is not a checklist that you can check off in a day, um, but let's go through these baby steps of, steps of how we as adults can be financially responsible, but then teach that to our kids as well. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so important that parents you know, kind of wrap their head around money themselves. Because like you said, there can be shame, there can be intimidation in talking about it. But it's like you, no matter what your situation is, if you're still dealing with student loan debt, if you're frustrated because maybe, you know, you still have credit cards or you haven't built wealth the way that you want, right now, today, you can fix that. You can start working your way to a great financial position. So the baby steps, number one is saving a $1,000 starter emergency fund. So having that little bit of cushion when you start the steps. Baby step two is paying off all of your consumer debt. This is credit cards, it's student loans, it's car loans, it's personal loans. This is where we get rid of all of that. And a lot of people say this is like the hardest step because yeah. this is where you kind of got to go scorched earth. We are tackling this. We're using this thing called the debt snowball. So you line up your debts from smallest to largest and you start paying them off from smallest to largest. Mm -hmm. So you are going gazelle intense. You're going as tense as you can to try to pay all this off at once. And so you attack that smallest debt. And once that debt is paid off and you're paying minimum on the rest, once that's off, you're going to roll that debt into the next smallest debt. And then 
have more to pay on that. And then you pay that off and then you just keep going like a snowball. And before you know it, you're out of consumer debt, which feels amazing. And I know it sounds intimidating. Some people are probably listening going, oh, I feel like that's going to take so long. But we found that most people pay off their debt in 18 to 24 months in baby yeah. step two. Baby step three is where you save a fully funded emergency fund. So that's three to six months in expenses. Baby step four is where you start saving 15% towards retirement. Baby step five is saving for kids' college. Baby step six is you're going to pay off your house, which I know is so weird in our culture, but amazing when you think about what it would feel like to have no payments in the world, to owe no one any money. It's just incredible. And then baby step seven is where you build wealth and give. And it's been very exciting to be a part of Ramsey and to see a lot of people see us as like the get out of debt company. Uh But it's amazing because we're actually such a wealth building company. We have um, Dave wrote a book last year called Baby Step Millionaires. And there are so many people coming through this building who have become millionaires following these super, super simple steps. It sounds like that's why we said God and grandma's way of doing money. It's not that difficult. You don't have to be the math whiz to become a Baby Steps millionaire. So it's super exciting that anyone can do it. Yeah. I remember when we went through the program many years ago, him saying something, and I'm going to completely botch this phrase, but you will probably know it. And it was something like, you know, spend like no one else so you can give like no one else or save like no one else. So you live can give like-, like no one else so that later you can live and give like no one there else. There we go. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's like being willing to make the sacrifices now. Right. So that later on you can have an amazing, abundant life full of peace. Right. It's like right. it may be a little bit challenging right now to save and to pay off debt and to do all these different things. But it's so that you can get to a spot where you have total financial peace and freedom. Sure, sure. And be able to impact God's kingdom. I mean, I think that's one of the greatest things um, when we are able to be financially responsible like that is that we can then go out and use what the Lord has blessed us with to impact others. I know that that we have been on the receiving end of that so many times. And I know so many people listening to this podcast, you know, as we were fundraising for the movie and even with this, I mean, really the Schoolhouse Rock ministry is a full-time ministry for our family. And so we have sponsors for the podcast, and then we have people who who give financially um, to help support the ministry. And it's incredible to me that these people, the Lord just puts it on their hearts and that they're willing to give part of what the Lord has blessed them with in order to support us as a ministry. And that goes for all sorts of ministries, whether it's the church or whether it's missions or you know whatever it is that those people are willing to just say, you know what, God has blessed me abundantly and we want to then put back into God's kingdom. And uh, I think there's no better way to live. So yeah, it's absolutely awesome. It's such a dream and so exciting to get to baby step seven because it's like to get to be that person who pours into ministry, who doesn't have any fear around money and can just think through, you know, what does God want me to do right now in this season and to have the flexibility to go out and actually do it without money stress is just such a gift. Yes. Yeah. You talk about money stress and that is something that is real. You know, we've had it. I know most people have had it and it just weighs on you. It's such a burden to have that stress of debt um, just sitting on you. And it's a a lot. And a lot of people don't feel like they got financial literacy early on. They don't feel like they learned you know, in high school and going right. into college, how to do basics of money, which is yeah. so critical. And then they find themselves down the road 
stressed right. and frustrated. So that's part of why I'm so passionate is because yeah. it's like, I want to help people realize that you don't have to stay in those feelings of icky stress around money right. forever. Yeah, absolutely. Because it affects your whole life. I mean, it affects your whole family. You know, you hear the statistics about how many people, their marriages fall apart because of financial stress. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've got in-laws, you've got financial stress, you've got other things that play into that. But financial burden is huge and families can fall apart simply because of that. And that's a hard place to be. And so I love that you guys really work to help people not be at that point in their lives. So I I do find it interesting. And I I remember again, as we went through this, just it was so interesting that you first say, first, before you start paying off your debt, you save. Explain that really quickly, why you say save $1,000 first, and then you move into paying off your consumer debt. Yeah, just save $1,000. So a lot of people want to get a huge emergency fund before they pay off their debt. But we're saying just save $1,000 so it can be that cushion Mm -hmm. between, you know, you and your focus and paying off debt and Murphy. (laughs) So if, you know, if your air conditioner goes out or if something happens to your car, that little bit of cushion Mm -hmm. to kind of protect you to keep you on that debt payoff journey. But a lot of people also argue, they're like, is that enough? That's a little bit nerve wracking. But we only say $1,000 because we want you to feel that fire under you to get out of debt. We want you to feel the discomfort of, oh my gosh, that's not a lot of margin. Uh, So I'm going to run as fast as I can to pay this debt off as quickly as possible. Yeah. Okay. So let's put that in terms of children and us teaching our kids, because obviously we're not going to say to our 10-year-old, you need to save (laughs) $1,000 before you can move on with your life. Do Do you do kind of a children's version of this and have kids have a certain type of savings account? How, how do you balance this out for kids? How do you break apart money that they might have coming in, whether it's their, their commissions or maybe they have a lawn mowing service or like my daughter, you know, that girl, she's always selling stuff to the neighbors. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> and uh, so just trying to figure out, you know, how do we best teach our kids to get to the seven steps as adults when they're children? Yeah, so we have this incredible curriculum called Foundations and Personal Finance. You can find it at RamseySolutions.com slash homeschool. We have one specifically geared to the homeschool market. And this is just incredible. I got to work on this project and it's been around for years. I got to be in the latest update. And it's amazing because it takes all the things that we wished we would have known mm-hmm. in high school and it literally teaches it in a way that's easy to digest for students and it gets them prepared for the real world. I mean, it's It's simple enough that kids can understand it, but it actually tackles the real topics we need to know, like taxes, saving, investing, you know, how to pay off debt, how to avoid debt completely, how to rent your first apartment, how to buy a car, all these things that so many of us got into the real world and we're like, wait, what? How do we do that? It explains that in a way that they can digest. Yeah, yeah, it's great. My oldest daughter is doing it right now. um, And she had started with the workbook and DVD program last year. Um, and then this year she moved into doing the the, online, the new online um, version that you have. And it's fantastic. You guys have done such a great job with it. And it's so, it's made specifically for teenagers and for homeschoolers. Um, and so it's easy for them to understand. It's easy for them to just digest and be able to put it into practical, wor- you know, real world practice. Um, and so I love what you guys have done with that. Um, yeah, and tell, the tell us the website again. I'm sorry. RamseySolutions.com slash homeschool. Okay. 
Yeah, I've been on the team for a year and a half. And when I first came in and saw what they did with the foundations project, I was just blown away. I was <laughs> like, that is literally what we all wanted growing up. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, again, because... If you're not going to use algebra as an adult, I'm not saying people shouldn't do algebra. I know people are going to yell at me. <laughs> I have to do algebra. Fine. Do algebra with your kids if you must, but also <laughs> right. teach Let's them to get... handle their finances. Mm-hmm. Let's get practical things. I was I posted something last night on Instagram where it was somebody saying, I'm really glad I learned about parallelograms instead of taxing taxes. That's really going to help me this parallelogram season. Right. <laughs> and I just think that's so funny because it's like we did learn about so many things that I'm sure it's helpful to engineers or maybe yeah. a doctor or a scientist. But for most of us who are not in those fields, we're not using them in our everyday lives. So right. to have some of these practical things that are actual topics that you're going to tackle literally every day of your life, it's so important. Yeah, yep, it sure is. Well, we're out of time. We're going to come back on Wednesday. We're going to continue talking about this, about finances, about how to just honor the Lord with our money and teach our kids to do the same. Um, Christina, tell me where people can find out more about you and about Ramsey Education. Yeah, you can go to RamseyEducation.com. This month is Financial Literacy Month. So we are doing a really special giveaway to honor teachers. So if you're a teacher, go to RamseyEducation.com. And if you want to keep up with me personally, you can go to ChristinaEllis.com. And that's Christina with a K. Okay, we'll put those links in the show notes. And homeschool moms count as teachers, correct? Ooh, that's a great question. I, I know. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a teacher ID from HSLDA. So uh, there we go. Yeah, I yeah, love we'll, that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put those links in the show notes. Thanks for joining us. Have a great rest of the day. We'll see you guys back here on Wednesday. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.